Should your haunt be using TikTok? That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On The HAN Show, we bring the haunted attraction industry to you every weekday. You may have noticed that we missed a few days this week, and that's because I've been sick. (laughs) But hopefully, we're good now. Here at the network, we have partner stations, and today's episode is from one of those partners, Hauntopic Radio. Hauntopic Radio's sister brand, Haunter's Toolbox, has a membership program that gives you all the resources to start and grow your haunt. Every month, those members in the Haunter's Toolbox join a live mastermind session, and that's what you're going to listen to today. In this session, taught by yours truly, we'll explain what TikTok is and the best practices if you're going to use it at your haunt. This audio is taken from the class, and we did play some samples. So if you want a copy of the slides, they're available in our Facebook group. I will try and convince you not to use TikTok throughout this presentation, but we'll kind of we'll go through everything about why and, and everything about it first. Um, as Brian said, I am from the Hard Trash Network. I run the network. We are the industry's leading news resource. And I also have to make a disclaimer here. My disclaimer is a financial disclaimer. We do produce TikToks for haunts and for clients. We have haunts that are clients that we make TikToks for. Um, we also do PR services and contract with influencers and all that. So that's my financial disclaimer here and whatnot. I will actually be using some client examples later in this. I did have permission from clients to share these examples, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So everyone has been warned and my duty for disclaimer is now done. Okay. We're going to go through what is TikTok broadly, the context of TikTok, the base mechanics, three ways that I have used it for TikTok. And we'll probably talk a little bit more because I know Craig especially has different different experiences and some different examples to share. And then uh, I have some video genres and examples we can talk about and then best practices and Q&A. We can answer questions all throughout or if you put questions in, uh, we'll kind of open it up at the end for broader questions. But if you have questions throughout, we'll be monitoring the chat for that. Okay, what is TikTok broadly? So basically, I think a common misconception I hear all the time is that TikTok is a social media platform. I kind of be like, it's not really technically a social media platform. It's actually more of a video hosting service <laughs> uh, because when you think about it, this the other social media networks are founded on the premise of you follow your friends, right? That's why it's called like a social network. Like you have friends, you follow your friends, you see what your friends post, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of how your interests are developed. TikTok is kind of the opposite. You get on and you follow interests and topics and you can follow people and you can find friends on TikTok and you can chat with friends on TikTok and comment on them. But that's not like the the kernel of it. That's not the premise of it. The premise of it is to watch interesting content, content that is interesting to you. And it's short form. It was born kind of as a short form video service. And the algorithm then has much more data on you. Data meaning that like the videos are shorter and you go through them much quicker. So it has many, a lot more touch points to really hone in on exactly what kind of content to give you so you enjoy. So that's like just setting that straight. It's really, when you think about it, it's more, it's really like YouTube. 
And that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to dethrone YouTube. So just kind of be aware of that. We're not talking about like, this is like Instagram or meta, like, no, no, it's really more of that consumption type of thing. Um, there is interaction, of course, in the same way, there's a huge like comment thread in, in YouTube and you can follow your friends, blah, blah, blah. But it's really not, it's, it's not meant for like catching up with your friends, like in, in that kind of thing. And let's see. Okay, there we go. So as we all know, they started as 15 second clips, they grew to 63 minute and now 10 minutes from vertical uploads, but you can also upload up to 30 minutes from your desktop. And this again shows this trend that we'll be talking about, which is that TikTok is moving towards trying to dethrone YouTube. So in that way, they're expanding to longer form video. And that's going to kind of be the priority for them going forward is to really increase their watch time because that's where the money is, right? The money is like, if you can get people to just watch longer every day, then that gives you more ad spend, more time to insert ads and to get to more revenue. So that's what they're trying to do. And watch time is, is higher if you can kind of dethrone YouTube and you can make those longer form videos and encourage that. So they're encouraging creators to create longer and they're encouraging uh, longer uploads and all that. And it's this has been like a slow creep over time, right? But that's where we are now is 30 minutes uh, uploaded via desktop, but just, also to know that this is HD, not 4K. So YouTube, right, is kind of known, well, I mean, not known for, but there, there's a big like 4K group on YouTube, but you can't do that on TikTok. So it wouldn't be 30 minutes of 4K, it's 30 minutes of HD. So anyway, okay. So that's kind of like the the broad, what it is in general, right? It's like a it's like an alternative to YouTube, essentially, where you're watching content. Right, like kind of YouTube vertical. on crack, but... Yeah. Yeah. Like shorter and, and vertical, right? Like isn't, it's, isn't, isn't YouTube trying to go to the shorts now? Are they trying to do stuff like this? So it, it's weird because, <laughs> and we can get into like why I think this is stupid from <laughs> brand strategy standpoint, but basically it's like TikTok is like, Hey, we're going to do, we're going to be vertical YouTube. And YouTube is like, well, then we're going to make vertical content too. Except really what ends up happening is all the good vertical stuff is on TikTok. That's just how it is. And then you go to YouTube and you're like, oh, everything is just, they're just taking their TikToks and putting them on YouTube and making YouTube shorts. But but really like the, the, the native editor on YouTube shorts is terrible compared to TikTok. And just the content is, it's just not, it's not going well not for fun, them. right? Yeah. yeah. And they also haven't been compensating creators on YouTube yet. They're not set to roll that out until February. And the thing they have planned for February in terms of uh, shorts compensation on YouTube is like, in my opinion, it's it's not good. It's it's not a good uh, system, but that's, that's neither here nor there. So yeah. Anyway, so the context of TikTok, right? What is the context of the situation here? Um, the algorithm that TikTok has developed, I think is kind of what everyone is known it's what it's become known for. And it's made its growth explosive. And it's also made TikTok a target for basically everybody. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, of course, you know, it's it's also the most regulated like social platform that we have. So it's more regulated than YouTube, than certainly than Meta and and Twitter for 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 <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so it's the most regulated by far. I know. Um, that can be a problem, especially for us, because, you know, a lot of times they don't differentiate right between fake blood and real blood and blah, 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 blah. But but they really the the content moderation on TikTok is intense. And that's actually a good thing for growth, because 
advertisers really prefer a moderated content platform because again, it's the same issue where like advertisers want to know that their content is not being put against like weird stuff that goes against their brand. And so having a more moderated platform is actually better. And that's actually been helping them grow more than a platform with less moderation. Um, and just a little bit of also like political background, right? Meta started smear campaigns against them. That was that whole devious licks thing. Um, like, that's devious less to my licks, point. What what happened? What's the devious licks? The the devious licks. There's a lot of those, like the slap a teacher campaign, the devious licks thing, which is like lick weird stuff. All that oh, stuff okay. was actually like was was smear campaigns started by Meta by basically they're being like, there's these new trends that are like damaging our children, blah blah blah. Well, actually, that was Meta making that up um, and like seeding it to to communities on Facebook, um, and then news outlets would pick it up and whatnot. So. So TikTok is is like everyone thinks <laughs> everyone is like targeting TikTok because its growth is is so uh incredible and due to that we're seeing this all these weird little fights come out but just to be clear it is the most moderated platform so like this type of devious licks thing did not really start on TikTok it was kind of fabricated um it's also highly popular among Gen Z and Alpha generation alpha that's like one of its trademarks and let me get down to this one because this makes more con context for what we're talking about continuing on the thing about targeting and and blah 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 why it's so dangerous blah blah uh there's been a big movement recently to ban the app because of its growth and because of its popularity among children and because of how much what time is getting all these things combine and then people are saying now well basically it's the parent companies is you know it's owned by chinese and basically there's there's all this i don't know how to put it nicely but basically we're unsure whether the data that it that they have is collecting is not being is available to china and there's been i don't know there's so many reports out there to go in but but essentially that that's the argument is the argument is it's it's because of all this history, because of it's becoming so popular, it's so popular with younger kids, it's so influential to our children, and they spend so much time on it that it's like it's over. It's if you see here the watch time in 2021 for the younger generation, like they spend more time watching on TikTok than YouTube. And that's that's a serious thing. So now the problem is if China owns that data, is that is that a national security threat? Is that a problem? So that is like the current landscape right now. And the government in December 2022 introduced bans, banning TikTok on all government devices. And now recently, as recently as this month, they there's universities have started banning TikTok on their Wi-Fi networks, like not all of them, but quite a few. And it's picking up steam and blah, blah, blah. So I don't, I, again, I'm just trying to give you all like the, the context of the situation. Like it's this wildly popular new thing. And then it's been causing all this conflict, like not just regular business rivalry, but now like government intervention and whatnot. And all I would say, I, you know, I think you should look into it on your own as to what you believe about the connection of China and blah, 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 blah. But all I'm going to say is anytime the government agrees on something, that should be a red flag. And so that's one of my kind of reasons is I think a haunt should be wary about it is I would be wary about you investing a lot into creating like original content that you can't use other places and kind of that stuff for a platform that could end up, you know, being 
banned or being restricted or change in some way down the road due to federal regulation. And I think that is uh, an increasing possibility just, just because of, of kind of the, the bipartisan efforts that we've seen so far that have, that have recently materialized. So, and as I mentioned earlier, TikTok is targeting YouTube. So that's kind of the, the direction it is going is away from its origins as like a Vine replacement to now like a YouTube replacement, which is more encouraging of like longer form type of content. Um, so anyway, that's the context. I, I didn't want to get like too crazy into that. I just wanted to give a, a good understanding of the picture of, of where we sat with TikTok. Comments. It's good. Questions. I've already learned a lot. So <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's anything. I think it's anything else anyone thinks is important to cover in this, but that's kind of my my take is just be wary or just be aware, not you know, just be aware of the context of it. That was my that was my that was my biggest concern too, because I hear everything they were talking about states were wanting to ban it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody you know, wants they, to ban it. They could lean, you know, so if someone takes action. Um, yeah, just right. so you know, everybody right. wants to ban it. Like, but again, if you, I, again, take it whatever way you want to take it. Like, it probably is dangerous. Yes. I mean, I, you know, I work with a company, we have a factory in China. We definitely like have a, we have many hard lines and rules about data because we know that you don't give China your data. <laughs> it's like, when we have protocols, right? And essentially you're opening TikTok and you're letting, you're, you're letting, so I would, you know, it's kind of one of those things like informed consent. You just have to understand everything you're, you're logging into that app, you know, use a burner phone basically, but, but, you know, if you don't care or whatever, it's, you know, it's up to you. I don't know. Um, I just want to give you the context. So, okay. Good anyway, point. good point. Basic mechanics of TikTok. I don't really have much here for this because um, I, I figure I could show people if they're really curious or we could talk about specific examples, but it's very, um, it, TikTok is, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's created to be used on your phone, right? So like the idea of like having a, a Zoom call <laughs> like on your phone, right? So it's like, it's, it's, it's meant to be used on your phone. So it is a, like a, a mobile platform, but I can show you or I can answer specific questions about this, but essentially um, the way I would, I would say the basic mechanics is you have, you have the option just like, again, just like with, with YouTube or with any other kind of like video platform. Um, most users just create an account and they log in and you start, you're given a few like topics of interest to identify loosely. Right. And then you start watching videos and uh, the app, the algorithm will use kind of every metric available, like how long you watch a video, when you pause it, if you pause it, what you do, if you're reacting or not, et cetera, et cetera. And as you scroll through different videos, then it will start to hone, kind of hone a hone videos and feed you more of what, you know, what it would like you to see basically. So that's from the consumer way from the consumer way, you know, you have a few options to, to uh, heart things, comment, interact, um, search hashtags, search stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then from the creator side of things, you can record videos natively in the app or you can upload them basically, <laughs> you know, right. You can also upload stuff from the desktop. I think a lot of people don't know that, but you can upload stuff from your desktop account as well. Um, so does anyone want to 
C. I don't. I don't know what questions we need to answer about the the basics, like the mechanics. Well, and everyone out there probably. I know Eli. I think Eli is probably on uh, TikTok. Craig. Anybody else? Um, I don't really care to set one up because I probably never use it. But just go ahead and get into the uh, the other stuff, and we'll come back yeah. to that. Unless, yeah, you want, like unless, it, you want, unless you want to show yours what your, you know, you want to show whatever you I, I would, on the phone or. I would rather if people have specific questions, like how do you okay. do captions or how do you do this or how do you do that? Then I would rather like um, do that at the end or answer specific questions um, or you guys can like, you know, yeah, I'd rather do that. So let's. Or so, you're talking about stuff, you can bring stuff up. Whatever. Correct. Yeah. So these are some of the ways that I've used. TikToks uh, for uh, haunts, uh, and I broke it down into three main categories. So paid ads, like using paid ads on TikTok. I have the least experience with that because we specialize in influencers and organic videos. I don't specialize in creating paid content for anything. Um, I know Craig does. He's done a lot in that, as he talked about on the on the thread and given a lot of examples about that. So he can talk about that, but I can talk about organic videos and influencers. Yeah, on the paid ads, um, where did I start with this? Okay, I my I've only had two seasons of Haunt. The first season, I posted my uh, commercial up, which is very PG. Uh, all the other platforms, no problem. Uh, Robert, who does a lot of stuff for Dark Hour, shot it, so he knows all the the goods and bads of what to do and what not to do. Um, and it was completely uh, never approved and they don't give you a reason why. And it's very frustrating. <laughs> and then you go on a TikTok and you can watch feeds of uh, people fist fighting and all random mass chaos. I don't know. My feed's pretty chaotic. <laughs> my algorithm is scary. Um, so you're sitting there going, okay, well, my commercial didn't go through but this stuff is there and it's prevalent, but it's from grassroots posts. Um, yeah. So I never really got a good answer. So when I came around to season two, um, I decided, okay, I'm going to throw everything at it. And if one gets through their approval process, great. So I posted my commercial, very similar styles last year. Uh, it just stayed there, um, hung up, never went anywhere. But then I was like, okay, I guess I got to do some kind of cheesy type TikTok trending thing. So I did the old uh, hand over the screen and then pull the hand back costume thing that haunters do. I took all those and pieced them together and then took a little bit of my commercial and put it together and it immediately went through. So it told me, okay, I need to adjust, get out of the haunter brain and get into the TikTok brain because TikTok is not Facebook. TikTok is not these other platforms that we're used to, they're not long form commercials, they're TikToks. And you got to learn TikTok's way and do it TikTok's way. So um, it was going great. And then all of a sudden I got a um, email from TikTok, an advisor wanted to come uh, have a meeting with me about helping me with commercials. Now, I got super excited about that because of the fact that I had this experience last hot season with Google and Facebook. Google gave me, and I just got a new one today, a, an advisor. This is literally an expert at advertising on their platform for free. You know, you can pay ad firms, 
And that's a great way to do it. And it takes all the stress and labor out of it. Or you can you know, do it yourself. And these people are awesome. Um, so I got a TikTok person and I was excited because she was very straight up with me. She said, you're making videos for Facebook. That's not TikTok. You need to go study. She gave me homework and I'm like, yes, mom. So I, I went through and I studied and all that, but uh, she made some corrections and some things like this, but she said some interesting stuff. Cause I wanted to know, if, I said, look, our industry struggles with ads and posts on your platform because you guys don't get us. Um, and she told me, and if you get yourself one of these advisors through TikTok, that they can go behind the scenes. And if it is appropriate video and just ca caught up in some algorithm, they can go un unlock it and no, no problem, get your commercial through. So that's a tip if you are going to pay ads. Paid ads are going to have to be squeaky clean. They cannot be our normal scary stuff. Be very careful of that. So what I would do is I would shoot your normal stuff that everybody loves, but then I would go do a TikTok style one. Just think TikTok is not, I, I loved how you said this, it's not a social media platform. It's more of a YouTube. I didn't think about it that way, but um, the ads I found, because I don't have that many followers and I haven't gotten a viral video yet. Um, I got pretty good bang for the buck as far as people clicking and looking and watching. It really, really, uh, for the price, they're cheap to advertise on. Um, I have escape rooms 10 months of the year, so I'm, I'm advertising year round. Um, I'm not getting the same action as I am on Facebook or Google for customers coming through the door. And it's probably because of the age group is way younger. Um, they don't have face, uh, uh, escape room money. Escape rooms are 35 bucks a person. Um, mom and dad need to take them. And that's where they're Everybody knows that they're, they're the, on Facebook. So um, I'm still trying to learn it. Um, I'm going to go in there and play with the commercial some more, but I can say it's very affordable just when you shoot your commercials for the season, you need to shoot one for that. I've been getting on uh, my team. I'm like, you guys are making it the wrong way. Y'all are kids. Y'all should know how this works. I'm an old dude. Go follow. There's a formula and I'm sure we'll get into that later, but that's my experience yeah. with the ads. Um, I, I, if you're going to pay for ads, it probably be worth putting someone there, at least for brand awareness. Yeah. I, I totally agree with like everything Greg just said. <laughs> I, I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. I, um, I, Actually, we'll get at the very end. I'll talk about best practices. I think that that is your best course. As I mentioned at the beginning, I'm trying to, I'm going to try and convince you not to use TikTok. <laughs> and, and I would say, if you think you have to use it, um, go the paid route, because I think that's your best through line between some to get actually set like ticket sales, you know, because we have to think about this. You could get a viral video, but if it's an organic video that doesn't have anything to do with your haunt or link to tickets. Is it going to sell you tickets? I mean, that's that's uh, so I, I think the paid video thing because because you can embed your your ticket links into those paid ads when you have when you have a paid ad you can embed your your buy ticket link so you can th it's right there like the through line is right there see this cool thing buy a ticket yay oh there was one other thing I wanted is very important when you're dealing with uh, the back end that you don't know on the paid ads um, Facebook has this beautiful system where you can hone in on a neighborhood of certain age, female, whatever your demographic, it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. TikTok's not there. You can yeah. go, you can't geographically, especially if you're in Mexico, Missouri. Um, I'm, I'm south of Houston. Houston, you know, arguably, it, I guess after the census, we'll probably bigger, be bigger in Chicago, but we're right up there with Chicago, number four, number three. Um, 
when I advertise there, I can't hone in on, on um, my normal 20 mile radius south of Houston. I have to take uh, the whole bite of this Houston. They don't let you hone in on certain zip codes or cities and things like that. So the dangerous part of TikTok is, yeah, you can get a viral video and all your haunt actors go, I can get you viral. But it may be somebody in, in Canada or China or Daryl in Canada. You know, it's people that aren't yeah. going to be your haunt. So you got to be very careful with um, if you're not in a big city to really look at that because you may be paying for advertising for people that just simply are too far out of your uh, driving radius. Yeah, that's an okay, excellent point. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to no, I was going to bring that up later as well, too, because that's another one of those those marks against not using it. Right. It's like it's not all about the views. Because because of that reason, because we are businesses that are geographically locked. We're not like online businesses. So not everybody everywhere is a customer. That that's a big like that's a, like a big negative to it. Um, the only thing I, I would add to what Craig said too is what I have done. Uh, what I've done is I have like I said, organic videos and influencers are my specialty. I've made organic videos that have done really well. If they've done really well, I turn them into ads, and so they're that's that's the way I've done it. It's like if it's done really well and I know that it's going to pass the the increased scrutiny, I'll turn it into an ad. And then um, but like Craig said, you're there's really not not really many ways to like target, right? You're you're really just targeting based off of um lookalike audiences, basically. So. one other thing, and you're you're jogging my memory of all these things. I'm sorry to cut in. There's another piece of that paid ad. Uh, I can't remember the technical word for it, but you're exactly what you're saying. Uh, go on TikTok if you're starting up. Just start posting videos. And if you get something that gets some traction, yeah. it's a little more, you know, and most of these ads, I mean, these things I do, I get a couple hundred people, which is terrible. But if I get one's eight or 900, what you can do is in the ad section, you can then click a button that turns that post into an ad. You can and she it. suggested that. She suggested that because... You know, we're not professionals at, at TikTok. So you get something that gets some traction, go, okay, people might like this because, you know, when you post your post, then it goes to a few people. And if it keeps pyramiding out, it'll keep riding. And that's how you go viral. But if you get a little traction, you can take that post, flip it over to an ad. And I did that. And it seemed to work a little bit better than you just trying to create one from scratch that you don't know if yeah. it's going to generate attention. I think of that like A-B testing, basically. Like you were putting it out there to test if it's going to work well, and then you can like turn it into an ad. So that that's kind of, so yeah, Craig, I agree. And it is called boost. So you can go into your tools and you can boost anything that you have. Any, any of us can, you can do that right now. The lowest amount you can do is $5 a day though. So just, it's a little bit different than like uh, Instagram or whatnot. So I, mean, I have done that for, for our clients, but anyway. So anyway, um, as I mentioned, going into... So we'll go into these next two types now, organic videos and influencers. This is the one that I have most experience with. I'm going to give my disclaimer one more time, just disclaimer that I do work with haunts and blah, 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 so financial interest, et cetera, et cetera. I still don't think you should do that. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is going to be very difficult to kind of, but I'm just going to, I'm going to be very broad here. So please don't like come at me later with like, oh, Philip, you left out this and blah, 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 blah. So for organic videos, I'm going to try and like, lump them all into these broad buckets. Um, there's trend 
videos, which is like your sounds, your challenges, your hashtags, your blah, 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 blah. Anything that's like a, a trend. That's a big part of TikTok. And um, TikTok doesn't like that actually anymore. <laughs> they don't because they want to, they want watch time now and, and, and trends are harder. Also trends a lot of time involve copyrighted music and they're trying to get away from copyrighted music. They're trying to get more into like the YouTube vlog type of thing because it's, it makes more money because it's longer and there's no music royalties to put into it. So they actually don't want trends, but, but also trends are what created TikTok, right? And so, and the kids love trends. And so you're never going to, I don't think you're ever going to get rid of that section. It's going to always be part of TikTok. Um, the narrative thing, which is, again, like I said, now is where supposedly is where they're sending their their time and, and effort. We'll see how long that lasts and we'll see if that actually blah, 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 whatever. But anyway, narrative thing is really anything that has like, just think of your, your old school, like, YouTube vlogs, right? This is your like, your stories. You're like, so I went into the coffee shop the other day and I saw this barista that was really cute and I wanted to give her my number somehow. And I tried it. So like that whole thing, like that, that story type of thing or explainers, like um, three ways that you can use TikTok to scare your audience out of your haunt. No, I don't know. You know, and then like the tutorial type of thing. Like today we're going to be discussing do it yourself tombstone distressing or whatever. Like those things are all like narrative where you're just there, there's talking and there's maybe very little music or no music or it's not copyrighted. Um, that's, and again, we talked about previously the, the time limit being updated from like one minute up to 30 minutes. This is a big reason, right? So most of these are in like the three minute range, these like narrative type of things. Uh, then you have your random produced videos. That's like the commercials that we that we were just talking about, stuff like that that are not really designed to be trend videos or narratives. They're just their commercials or they're produced or they're just random people or they're things, people trying to start new trends or whatever that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to put thirst traps in their own category. <laughs> and I, this is really awkward to talk about, but we're just going to, it has to be said, right? It has to be said that TikTok is for a very young audience young people are young people, right? So thirst traps are popular just because of it is what it is, right? I'm going to say what it is, but um, I would definitely recommend if you're going to use that for your haunt, you you just you be tread carefully. If you're, I have seen haunts use like successfully use thirst trap videos. And I'm just going to say, be careful. And I'm also going to say there is a reason why the HAA has like sexual harassment training, like on demand. I'm going to say all these things, but I'm also going to say there's a, you know, again, both sides of it. Like there's a reason that we have to have sexual harassment training on demand. And there's a reason also that it is. And there's a reason that their traps are so popular on TikTok and they can be very, they, they can be useful, but I would just, I'm not going to talk about them anymore. Cause I just, I don't, <laughs> let's just not anyway. So let's, <laughs> As I was doing research, I uh, came across a good point that you want to make people react, whether it's giving them pissed off or cry or sad, or you want them to feel something, right? You yeah, know, or that to... other emotion. <laughs> yeah, or thirst trap. Yeah. So, okay, let's look at some examples here um, to give you guys a better sense of what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to see if this works. Let's see. Book. Can everyone see my TikTok? Mm, still see your there it is yep okay all right so i'm going to show you some videos that i made for clients uh again with permission uh from both the people and the clients to talk about these so 
here's here's an example of like a a trend that we used for a haunt. Hopefully the sound will play. Mellow. What would you do if you were a marshmallow? I would just wobble around. I want to be a, a marshmallow. So this is the like marshmallow. I want to be a marshmallow sound. Again, this is one of those trends. It's like a, there are there are sounds that start trending on TikTok because a big part of TikTok is like the whole thing is centered around making videos, right? And so people will pull sounds from all over the internet and you can use that sound as a basis. And so there becomes trans sounds that start trending. So this is one where the, the, the audio bite is just, I want to be a marshmallow. What would you do if you were a marshmallow? I would just wobble around. And so we were like, oh, let's do that where it's like, I want to be a scare actor. And then I'm wobbling around is like him sliding and like falling over. Right. So, okay. And it did, you see, it did pretty good because of a trending sound. Right. Um, and, and this TikTok, if that's, if that song is being trendy, will TikTok boost yes. that in the algorithm. So you're more beneficial to use that song because it'll be more, I guess, reacted to or whatever. So, Yes. Also, you can put it, there's hashtags that track the trending sounds. You put those in there. Like this was the marshmallow, <laughs> the wobble like things. So, right. uh, you know, people get, uh, you know, like addicted to the same, watching the same sound over and over, which I do. And, um, and then uh, they removed it. That's why you see the original sound here, user thing. But um, also when you like, when, see if it'll show us this. Oh, here it is. Yeah. So you can when you're using a trending sound you basically you use the sound and it then it like files it under the like the sounds page here's like here's the page for this marshmallow sound so you can see this many videos are made <laughs> for that stupid marshmallow sound <laughs> and you'll see like here they all are so this is what it means so, like all these people are creating their own version of like this marshmallow trending thing so it's almost like a hashtag but not yeah, a but category, it, right? Yeah, but it's a sound. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Can we go back? I'm going to go really back far again. Hold, please. To get it's a back. super interesting process for sure. Yeah, it's it, it is it's pretty cool. So okay, so that's that's an example of that. Um, here's uh this so this is an example of like this is just a regular like random like i said those they were those produced videos um this is just one that's like a scare cam basically that's scary oh my god it's actually real <laughs> yeah scare cams always get it man yeah so that's what i mean and and like to craig's point right this is PG. There's nothing bloody. There's nothing. I mean, she's got scared. It was funny, right? But again, there's no blood. There's no weapons visible. There's no any of those things. So it's a perfect one to put on here. It performed well natively. So it would have been a good thing for us to turn into an ad, actually, <laughs> you know, and uh, just, you know, but, but this is one of those things that wasn't made to be a trend. It wasn't made to be like um, a narrative or any of those things. It was just, it was just put in like that. Um, Let's see, I have, this is, let's see if I have a, I don't think I have a good narrative example from here right in front of me. Oh no, here it is. Here's a good narrative example. Um, 
here, here's a narrative. There's three different bars, two of which are hidden within the attraction. The first one is located in the Hush Falls area. That one's not a hidden bar per se. The drinks were focused based on New Orleans stuff. So there's the Hurricane Jello shot. You're going to see a frozen French 75 and a bourbon based drink as well. Your next stop is going to be called Base Camp. So you, you actually enter that one through a large crate like the archaeologists were packing out the artifacts from the temple. Your third stop is going to be the Von Rose Distillery. You're going to have some interesting drinks there, especially one in there is going to like numb your mouth. Guests can purchase a bar creep pass when they're buying their tickets or when they get here. That'll give them guaranteed access to all three bars. That's the safest spot to get in. Some of our actors and support staff can gift you a token, which will get you access into one of the bars. You have no guaranteed access. Like, if you didn't find it, you don't get to come back in and go through. People with the bar pass, we do make sure they get to go through all three bars. There's three different bars, okay. two of which so, are hidden within the attraction. All right. As you can see here, this, this is a narrative, right? The purpose of it is to explain something. It's a very short narrative. And actually, <laughs> I... I wouldn't recommend like like this is not I'll show you a better example of like a, a like a, a real narrative. Th this is a narrative because like this was a client that wanted a video to put on TikTok. And I was like, let's do a narrative style thing that explains your bars. Blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't say this is a good video <laughs> and I wouldn't say this is one that would like perform well, like kind of normally, I think just because it was new and whatnot. And it did perform OK for basically an ad <laughs> that is pretending. Can I, can, I, can I chime in on this one? Yeah. Um, there's a perfect improvement on that one um, is TikTok wants you to use their filters um, yep. and apparently it pumps you up in this. Yes. And that I, when I was watching this, um, I'm terrible at this, by the way. So don't go look at my stuff and think I'm doing it right. So I'm still learning. Um, there's a filter on there where you can have the person superimpose like a green screen. Yes. They, you'll get pumped up higher in the in their algorithm by using those filters. So taking him and putting him in front while you're talking, while he's talking about the place, that's the stuff they want. I'm terrible about it. I don't put enough of yeah. that, I guess, because I don't like being in front of the screen. But um, I just wanted to mention those really, Yeah, they don't really explain how to use most of that stuff most of the time. You know, it just yeah. uh, they just throw it out and expect you to use it. Yeah, well, it's mainly because you think about the audience, right? The the you're, the kids are just sitting at home playing around with it until they figure out the fil you know they figure it out right and your point is both of you guys that's that's like Josh and Craig great that's exactly right like that's why I'm like yeah we made this because again like like a client it was a client they wanted the video they wanted like so we already had it great I would not have suggested if you if we made this for TikTok from scratch I would not have suggested doing it this way um, this was made just because they wanted it and because we had it and it was just a matter of editing it a vertical version from a, a commercial that we shot horizontally this is a horizontal commercial we turned into a vertical video so it required like no extra shooting but yeah i would agree if you sat down if i put my phone here and i put played b-roll you know on the and i green screened it and i just said that that would have performed better because that's what they want now they want you to just sit there and they it's okay to like make mistakes type of thing you know if you just sit there and say hey guys i'm going to talk to you about the three hidden bars at hush on attraction okay so there are three bars the first one is i mean that kind of a thing that that's the narrative type of style that you're going for uh, let me show you a few other examples uh... Okay, so here's a kind of a narrative, but also, also I just want to clarify: you don't, <laughs> you don't have to be like 
uh, young and like hot to make to be successful on TikTok in case that was not good. But like here, so here is like a, a good like instructional type of like longer form content creator. And see, she makes not changing your character back and forth a bunch of times. She makes instructional videos on on, on how to use TikTok, like for people, like just how to edit and how to use that whole thing. And this is a good example of what uh, Josh was talking about video without changing your character back and forth a bunch of times. I'm only going to do two characters, but you can do as many as you want. And this works the same way. Let me show you first pick the sound you want to use. And the one I used for this demonstration is linked in the caption below. So once you go and you grab that sound, let's take it right now. Use this sound. Okay, we don't need to play the whole thing, but you see what we're talking about, right? Um, so just you're just in your house, you know, right? There's no music playing behind you. It's not produced, just talking to it. And then, you know, you're going through the tutorial, going through the et cetera. But, um, and you can see the amount of traction that this video has. Okay. So another example, let me show you another trend example. Here's the Wednesday trend. And I, I bring this one up because this would have been a perfect one for haunters to get on. And I'm actually sad that not more haunters got on this Wednesday trend. So again, like those type of trend videos, that would have been a good one for a haunter to do. And this is one where, see, there is some blood here, but I think again, to Craig's point, it's a combination of uh, Benji being so popular and so known, he has an account manager, <laughs> but, but also all the like disclaimers and everything. And also how it's like, um, it's not, there's no weapon, it's not a blah, 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 but anyway. Um, so oh, two quick questions. What do you usually use just the native TikTok app making your, making your, uh, TikToks? So there are arguments about that. Like there are so many arguments about that. <laughs> um, let me get back to the PowerPoint really quick. Okay. So, okay. There are a lot of arguments about that question and there are there's a there's like a can't ju, ju, i feel like there's when now we're back in the age of everybody being like trying to guess the the you know whether they're shadow banned or not all <laughs> it's kind of weird conspiracy theories but but so there there are a lot of theories about it like there there's um what i can tell you is it's not a good idea to generally speaking it's not a good idea to like create something in a in like a like in Instagram reels and then download it and put it over into TikTok. That's a bad idea. Um, and that's because the watermarks that are put into those videos when they are downloaded uh, are are read by by each platform, right? So that that's not a good idea. Um, it, it is also worth noting that TikTok, when they now that they're making the move over into um, being more like YouTube, they they are reading and listening to everything in your video <laughs> they're reading all the text that's in your screen they're reading everything in your description they're they're using like automated captioning on everything that you're saying in your video absolutely yeah so everything is absolutely being cataloged <laughs> everything yeah, like just 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 like philip said and philip if i may yeah it it really is a severe um it's it's severe information that's out there and and you know people for a long time have actually tried to fight this um, 
You froze up, Josh. Anyone else? Yeah, I don't hear him either. Okay. Josh, you froze up for a little bit. Step up, uh, you know, to corporate or whatever. You you already get an like an an artificial intelligence uh voice that's on there that that basically is AI and they tell you basically that your service has been um completed and and to please follow up by email. And that doesn't really help most people out either. So I mean, really it's a it's a dead end street. It's either you do TikTok, you don't do it. You do YouTube, you don't do it. Or Facebook, you do it, you don't do it. All these social media platforms are basically the devil's crotch. They do everything you don't want them to do, but at the same time, they really help exploit somebody's business to help grow and to help do certain things within the industry that most most of us can't do without having to pay for a boost on a published post or, uh, you know, so or so forth. So, I mean, really, it, it really is a serious deal. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, Josh. I think we, we got most of it. Um, we did talk about that way at the beginning in the context too, as well to just, I made sure to give everyone that context too, and also explain the recent government bans and, uh, the, the concern about it and the Chinese proprietorship and all that, um, and then that's a that's a great reminder, Josh, because yeah, they're categorizing everything you say. So even if you think you're like, oh, I'm saying it, no, no, no. Everything in there is being categorized. So so I guess Brian, what I was trying to say, I was trying to link it all together is you're asking if it's better to make it in app or out of app. Um basically TikTok knows whether or not you make it in the app or you make it outside of the app. And they know if you made it on a competitor and tried to put it in. Um we've not there's also like no it it the algorithm is a black box so nobody really like can prove whether or not your videos get like lower like like I guess I I don't really know how much it matters the only thing we do know is like don't make it for Instagram and put it on TikTok but there's plenty of third party editors a a very popular one that is uh um kind of sponsored by TikTok is it's called CapCut it's What's it like? I guess it looks like this, but it's called C A P C U T Cap Cut, and you'll see you'll see it advertised a lot on TikTok. But um, that's I, I go back and forth between the two. Um, I'll use Cap Cut for a lot of editing, a lot of stuff, and then I'll import it into TikTok, and I'll add in any text layers in TikTok or anything in TikTok, and kind of finalize it in TikTok and then publish it. Uh, but if you're going to use any of the filters that are in TikTok or any of those, you have to create the video within TikTok. Um, you have to create it within TikTok. Uh, that being said, the video editing in TikTok is extraordinary compared to the other platforms. It is very developed. It, it's very, it's it's very advanced. Um, and uh, but yeah, so I I don't think. Personally, I don't think that there's a difference between a third party like non-affiliated editor like Adobe or Premiere or uh, CapCut and the native TikTok. But they're definitely are. It's definitely bad if you go from like a, a try to try to try to recycle stuff. And that goes the same in reverse, actually, like YouTube shorts. A lot of people post their TikToks there, but YouTube is reading the TikTok watermark in there. And it is kind of like you know, sending signals, but I don't think it matters at this point because uh, YouTube isn't competing. That was a very long answer, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, just, you know, for people, I don't know, you know, how it is just like, just like Facebook changed things, you know, about <clears throat> using things on yeah. the platform. So I know, and, YouTube, and, I know YouTube doesn't get along with the Facebook and Facebook, you know, so sharing YouTube yeah. videos doesn't work. So it's like, what's yeah. the best native way to make it? But that explains well, it. That, I mean, that makes sense. So, and it's going to continue to change too, because, right. you know, that's, that's the thing right now is that they're they're really they're trying to pivot the platform and, and there's all this every day there's a new tool and there's new blah 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 but yeah tons of integration just tons yeah yeah and and because it's kind of open to allow people to make their own effects and filters and and you know use them in TikTok so there's so much there's so much happening uh in in that all the time so it, de- it definitely is going to change uh but but uh anyway I I want to wrap up this uh kind of this my big bucket now that I've showed you guys some examples of stuff we've done for our, our clients in terms of the trends and the narrative. And I've showed you some uh, other people examples. Um, we're not, I'm not going to show you those trap examples. We already talked about that. We're not going to go into that. Um, but the random produce video section, I just want to wrap this up with like, regardless of all of this, like all of this aside, like if you, if you are an incredible creator or if you have an incredible video, it's going to perform good no matter where it is. (laughs) So that is the other like anonymous or like anomaly type of, you know, section. Like they're, if you're creating incredible videos, um, they're just going to perform well. So aside, despite kind of the rules, right. And let me give you, I can give me like, maybe like one example. You know, and those tags, you know, the hashtags and stuff, that's real helpful too. Just like we were talking about earlier, you know, the hashtags is what links everything together you know yeah yeah they'll they'll um hashtags on here yeah you can you can find trends just from the hashtags people are using too you know just search for the hashtags with the challenges or the sound is or whatnot or whatnot um but yeah there and i said the random produce videos there's a few creators that create content that they'll post the same content all over i think i showed an example to brian previously and their stuff is just so good that it performs well anywhere Right. So that that's I would put that in this this camp of random produced videos because it's not a trend. They're just good creators and everybody loves their stuff. And it just does well over those matters. So, okay. Okay. Let's uh okay. These are my best practices that I suggest to wrap up my section here. Um, I'm gonna just keep honing on this from the business perspective. You we have to remember at the end of the day, our goal is to sell tickets. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, if you want to try and become influence, uh, like TikTok influencer, that's great. I mean, that's fine. That's a different thing. But if you're trying to use this for your haunt, um, again, as I mentioned at the beginning, I don't think you should. I think you should do the paid side. I think you should that type of thing. I think devoting, devoting. I think it takes a lot of of effort, you know, to to really devote it to TikTok. So I would just stay with the paid ad and use a firm, like Craig said, if you have the resources or or not, you know. But I think that anything you're doing needs to have a direct connection and context to buying your tickets. So both things together, like um, if you're doing a random trend, like a, a random trend, can you take the trend and put it in the context? that would help sell tickets to your haunt. Like I showed you the marshmallow thing. We, the, the reason we did it that way was because we could put it in the haunt. 
You know, can you take the train and put it in your haunt? Can you do the stuff? Can you put the ad? Is is it going to help you sell a ticket or not? That's the question you should always be asking with these videos. You know, <laughs> like that's it. That's my point. That's I'm. You know, that's like a lot of the always, dance. Like uh, remember a lot of the scare actors dancing. Remember the dance videos. Yes, you know, and the like a certain thing around October, and they would dance to it, and that got a lot right. of traction. But and you know, the Wednesday one, like I showed you, that would have been a perfect trend to do a Wednesday one inside of your haunt with one of your main icon characters oh, doing man, the Wednesday yeah. version. Yeah. All of that. And so that, that, you know, that could work, but again, making sure, like, I understand that we, like we want the videos to do well, but keep in mind, you have to, the person watching has to know it's a haunt and what the haunt is and how to get the ticket. Otherwise why? Right. That's, that's just my opinion anyway. Okay. So, all right. Um, as I said earlier, I think you should try the paid campaign stuff that uh, that Craig mentioned because you can embed like the ticket, the purchase links in there and whatnot. And we all know when it comes to online, friction is the enemy, right? We want to make purchasing a ticket frictionless. So with the paid campaigns, you can like go directly from the video to the ticket purchase page. That is very low friction. If you're trying to make of like a viral trend video with your haunt, there's <laughs> there's a lot of friction in that, right? At that point, it's really just like a brand awareness play. You're really just hoping that people will hear and hear about your haunt enough and that they'll be close enough by or whatever that they'll see a billboard later and then make a purchase. That's why I think the paid campaigns, because they're more direct, direct purchase uh, options. So anyway. Um, I think you should try influencers also um, just because you know what, like they, they already, they have an audience, you know, you can vet influencers. You can, you can go and and watch their stuff and see if they make the type of content that would be useful for you. And let me save you the trouble. The type of content <laughs> that you want is the influencers that are the ones that are, that make like things to do in your town. Those are the ones you want. <laughs> Let me just save you a lot of effort here. You don't want like the makeup influencers. You don't want the like the other, like the the fitness ones or you no, 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 no. You don't want any of those people. You don't want the models. You want the people who have an audience already that are localized, like things to do in Detroit. So the influencers that I did an influencer campaign for Hush and the people that we reached out to were A, food bloggers because there was the new bar and B people that made who who made TikToks about going and exploring local things to do. That's who we reached out to. And that's why, because they already have an audience specifically for those things. And they make really good narrative videos <laughs> explaining your property, right? And they're reasonably priced for the most part, depending on the audience. Um, but I would say try the influencers because you can vet them. They have an audience already and they'll just do everything for you because this is what you're paying them for, right? I think, again, yeah, anyway. So um, my last thing is, I feel like I've said this the entire time, but only really if you really did, you know, like the organic videos, right? It, it's like, it takes a lot of time and talent and budget, right? And I just think, you know, I I, I don't know, I think as haunters, we all, we all want to be like, yeah, I can make that in my garage. Like we all, we all are like that, but also you have to at some point be like, okay, is it really worth me spending all this time trying to figure out this stuff? Or like, can I just pay to do the ads or also can we, uh, 
pay the influencer and let them do it. And they already have a built-in audience. But then again, flip side of that is, um, I'll tell you, um, I, I think it was, I don't remember if it, I think it was Craig, but it, yes, it was Craig that said this. So, so I, um, when we went to hush, we, I kind of talked to all the actors, see if any of them had TikTok experience and they're, cause they're all kids, right? All of our actors are kids. right? So like, I, I like, <laughs> like none of them had any experience making TikTok videos. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like you're the ones that should be doing this. So, um, so I will say if you do happen to have like, uh, some people on staff already that already have the talent, then I think you could consider a, a strategy of like, okay, maybe I can, we can work with, the people that we already have employed, they come in an extra hour early and they plan out some TikToks and shoot some TikToks and just go. And what does that cost you? An extra hour of salary time for a few of your actors. If if that's your situation, if you have people that already, you know, did this whole thing and they can do that, then it might be worth it. This is kind of the end of, of what I had. And like, like I said, way back, I've been saying, I only had experience in, in these, some of these areas that I've, and I've worked with some people. Um, we can open it up now for Q and a, or if, if Craig or Brian want to add anything, yeah, Brian, I ha- Brian, I had some notes, uh, some things that, um, I think might be useful for people. Um, there we go. Um, so, um, one thing is I just, li- my wife just learned this the hard way. She owns, uh, two franchises of, uh, uh, and ex- the exercise stuff, the jazzercise. And it's, yes, it's still around. Um, and she literally, on Facebook, she just bought another franchise and overnight has been completely shut down because Facebook's not smart enough to know that she's a franchise and they deplatformed her because they think she's some kind of bot because she's using all their logos and things like this. So it you could invest so much money in a social media platform. I got, I don't know, a gazillion bucks invested in Facebook. And then one day I could turn around, it's gone. This literally happened to her. So I would highly recommend. So true. Saying is you, when you diversify your platforms, save your content, don't just go post it on there and not have, because you never know when one of these platforms could just wreck you real quick. Um, Because we don't own those. And um, that's one thing. Um, Don't build your house on rented land. Exactly. That's a great saying. Email. Um, The kids. Yes, email is a good one too. Uh, the kids in my place always talk about, oh, you need to do this because it'll be viral. You need to do this viral. And you know what I say? I'm a marketing guy. I'm an insurance sales guy by day. I said, uh, viral doesn't pay my bills. <laughs> so, okay, uh, I'm not. I'm not a thirst trap. I'm not opposed to thirst traps, but I'm not one. Um, it, it, popularity just because you got a viral video, some uh, scare cam, which I never got one going. I tried my damnedest. Um, it They're the hardest. It's not conversions. <laughs> yeah. It's not conversion. Conversions is what we're we're trying to convert to sales. That's our goal here. Our goal is not to be popular on the internet. That's a whole different mode. Um, one thing I found is very useful if you're going to go in the TikTok world. Go follow these TikTok marketing uh, pages. There's yes. tons of these guys. Man, I've learned more from those guys. On It's a psychology thing. They mm-hmm. do it with these 15-second ads. At the very beginning, there's always, a hook. there's always a hook. It could be yep. one guy said shaking the camera at the beginning or the question like Philip was asking. There's always the hook because they're flipping through, flipping through. you got to stop them. Once you get them stopped, you have the meat of your whole thing. You have the peak. And then you... 
I, I haven't figured out how to do this. This is pretty cool how they do this. They'll manage to make it loop in back into the beginning. So yeah. you watch the whole thing. The next thing, wait a minute, I've already watched this video three times. They edit it so smoothly. It's a pattern. If you if you watch these these pros on TikTok explain how it works, and then you start watching these videos, you go, oh, they got us in a trance. So it is literally a trance. Be careful as a business on, uh, this is my insurance side coming out, um, trending songs, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these trends. Um, you're a business. You're not an individual. If you're using Disney music and doing these things, you better be very Copyright. Yep. Copyright yep. is bad. Cool thing on TikTok is when you have a business account with TikTok, they do this neat thing where all the they have all the music that is approved for um, uh, use for free use. Um, the the negative part of it, all the trending songs aren't on there. It's 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 better than Instagram's music selection, which is terrible. Um, but the music selection on TikTok is broader, but you're going to have a tough time trying to copy trending music because typically trending music is something that's actually popular and mainstream. Um, the use their filters. I mentioned that one before. Uh, they want humans on the screen. They want people talking. They. Yeah. I'm very bad about like showing off my sets and cool stuff like that. That's not what they want. That's what that TikTok manager told me. She said, stop showing your sets. They're awesome. Put somebody in there talking. Um, and then the text to screen. So this is a trick. You want to write text on the screen. You want to put text in the, the comment section, like Instagram with all your hashtags on it. And then you want to put audio over it. You want to hit it three different ways because it yeah. does affect the searching. Um, and shoot TikToks. Don't go shoot a video for something else and try to force it on TikTok. Um, and then the last thing I was going to talk about is the social media influencers. Um, I did this um, a few months ago for my escape rooms. and. Philip was dead on. Go find the local food, bar, things to do, influencer. They're probably not the ones on this platform. They're on Instagram. Instagram, they rule there. And man, I spent a thousand bucks. I was like, this is an expensive experiment. My phone blew up for two days. I tripled the size of my Instagram account. And I got about a month and a half of just people coming to play escape room games from one girl. Impressive. It was awesome. And so she has 250,000 followers in Houston and it's the, and and what you got to think psychologically when you're talking about influencers, what does that influencer sell things to do? That's the one you want. You want the one that's selling things to do. You don't want the muscle workout like Philip nailed this. I just want to make sure y'all are careful because you could get write a check to some influencer and it does nothing for you because they're not selling the product of things to do. And, uh, but I would highly recommend doing that on Instagram. Um, and then the last one was try to build yourself an in-house video team. Um, I'm yeah. so blessed because my I have a haunt, but then I run an escape room inside of the haunt. My team for the escape room is actually my haunt team. So I have them year round. We make videos all year round and we're getting better and better at it. Um, and they're good at editing. These kids are good. And then uh, combined with me, I'm not paying for it. They're just, they're my regular, they, you know, get their per hour charge. So Really try to yeah, good that's the way through. to go. All right. Yeah. That's all I had. Sorry, I had some points I was hoping I could help you all out with. No, that's that's perfect. I I I want to echo back to what Craig said about the intros. That's the reason why I started the talk off with why you should not be using TikTok for your hunt, right? Because that's called the negative hook. And and that is exactly what Craig was mentioning. Like you start 
start off the things with the negative hook. You know, I, I think sometimes we think about, oh, we're just going to start in on the video or whatever. No, you need those little like very short two second hook type things that make you pause and stop. And you can accomplish that. You know, now, now they, they prefer it to be a person talking, but previously it was like a, an exciting thing would happen on the screen or something for two seconds and capture it. But yeah. Today's episode was edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. Support for today's episode comes from Gantam Lightning and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. From Dark Hour to Netherworld, Super Mario Land to Hagrid's Bike, Gantam goes where other fixtures can't. See what you're missing with a free demo? Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. The HAN team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Until next time, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.